Show me the news. And now, coming through your speakers and into your ears, it's the gaming podcast that you all know and love. It's Show Me the News. Welcome to Show Me Your News, the pinnacle for delivering and debating the gaming news that matters the most to you. Rumor-filled gossip, hardware blunders, or upcoming releases. If it relates to video games, we want to talk about it. I am Yoko. I'm the Buzzsaw. Our top stories today for, oh my god, it's the end of the world as we know it. It's not 2012 yet, no. Nope, just because some random guy who's... Part of a church says that today is the day of rapture at 6 p.m. Eastern in 45 minutes into this episode. And he predicted this before in 1994, and obviously he was wrong. <laughs> so, oh no, we're going to be podcasting at the end of the world, and I would not think of a better thing I would do with my time. <laughs> anyway, Live coverage of the end. Mm-hmm. Our top stories today for episode 87 on Saturday, May 21st, 2011, the day of rapture. <laughs> uh, we don't have a guest today. Here's the deal. I'm not feeling too well. Buzz is home alone with the sugar saw, a.k.a. Kadri. I should say that other way around. Kadri, a.k.a. the yeah. sugar saw. But more people know her as the sugar saw. Um, and so he's going to be back and forth probably a few times. If you need to yeah, random so, commercial breaks yeah, if it arises. But. Or I'll I'll just stall and stall. <laughs> now, what's <from> our sponsor? <laughs> so we got no guests today, um, but we're going to talk about a contest during our big-in that will be involving pre-E3, and the winner of said contest would get to be a guest on our post-E3 show. You know you want to be there, so you have to listen. Um, otherwise, ICANN has PS3. I got a PS3. Yay! And just in time because PlayStation Network is back, but they kind of had a slip up. And then they're trying to talk about the little freebies they're giving away. Uh, There's some Project Cafe fakes that have been circulating the internet because it's so close to E3. And Yeah, yeah. Um, Also, the eShop for 3DS got pushed back. What are our reactions? Modern Warfare 3 was announced. Eh, not so many details because they're trying to keep it under wraps, but... We must mark this momentous occasion as so many people will be buying that game and most of them won't be quote-unquote true gamers because <laughs> it's Call of Duty and it's duty. <clears throat> um, and the hilarity of the week, we did have one, but then one came up recently and I kind of want to mention both. Out recently, Lego Pirates of the Caribbean, L.A. Noir, or as one of my co-workers says, La Noir, Le Noir. sounds French. Yes. And our big one will be pre-E3 plans. Oh, man. So exciting. Mail time questions. Some taken from last week's submissions, actually. And then we'll we'll wrap it up, have a a calm show before our big contest episode in a couple weeks. So you want to stay around and listen to how you can have a chance to be and discuss E3 with us. Anyway, 
We start off the show with a little segment called What Are You Playing? And that's where we talk about what we're playing. Go figure. Uh, we give a little mini reviews of the games we're playing recently. So, Buzz, what are you playing? Well, I was playing some Borderlands today. Shocker. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Streamed it a little bit. I started doing the uh, Mad Moxie, the mega run. Like, after you do the three runs on the little arenas, you do the long runs, and it's like mm-hmm. 20 rounds each. I, I can't sit still that long. I don't know what it is. Those are just really high endurance. And maybe it's just because I'm tired today because, um, yeah, I've been exhausted from last night. Mm-hmm. Seeing Pirates 4 in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I've been playing a lot of Mafia in StarCraft 2. StarCraft 2 has a really extensive map editor. You can make custom maps with custom rules. And so... Um, for those who are familiar with Mafia, I'll give you a, for those who aren't familiar, I'll give you a brief synopsis. You know, among friends, the social game Mafia, that's where you have like you probably want to have like 10 to 12 people when you play. But what you do is using cards or something else, you randomly select two Mafia and the rest are townspeople and some some narrator, someone who oversees the game, you know, tells everyone, you know, everyone close your eyes and everyone, you know, goes blind for a minute. And they say, "Mafia, open your eyes." And the two mafia look and find each other silently. They just look at each other. And then the narrator says, who do you want to kill? And they point and they kill somebody. And so then the narrator takes note. And it's not killing, it's lynching. Oh, no, lynching is what you do when you vote them off in the daytime. Oh, that's true. Damn. Yeah. See, that's how many years it's been since I played mafia. I've played it, but like... Well, there's, there's tons of variants. I know terms, just not what they mean <laughs> perfectly. That, that's how they use it in the StarCraft one. But anyway, so they have them close their eyes, and they say, everyone open your eyes, and they say, so-and-so is dead, because the mafia killed them. And now discuss. And so everyone discusses, like, I think it was him, I think it was him, but no one knows because their eyes were closed when the mafia kills, so they have to use whatever means necessary to convince each other that they think it's somebody. Then the town votes, and they basically hang somebody. And when they're, after they're dead, they have to reveal what they really were, and they have to say, I was a mafia, or I was a townsperson. So the mafia are trying to be sneaky and kill everyone before they get voted out, and the townspeople are trying to vote the mafia out before they get all killed slowly by the mafia. Anyway, it's a really fun game, and in the StarCraft variant, they they took it to a new level, you know, because the computer can kind of manage it. Like, there are tons and tons of roles you can be, and they all have different abilities, so, like, if you're a townsperson, you're not just a townsperson who just sits there every night and hopes he doesn't get killed. Like, there's, there's, got, there's, a, there's a one, one example of a role as a vigilante. He has a gun and he can shoot somebody. And so there's actually a good guy that can kill. But you have to be careful because if you, you know, shoot blindly, you shoot other townspeople and yeah. they're dead. <laughs> and then that's your team. Um, yeah, like a doctor who can, you know, yeah, doctor, one person. For yeah, shoot people. Um, there's a there's actually an ability called an escort which lets you uh, roll block which means whatever that other person's ability is it it's like nullified you can't use it that round. Oh cool, yeah. Um, there's they just recently added one called a bodyguard, which makes it so like you go and protect somebody. If somebody attacks that person, you fight back and you both die. Mm. And that's kind of weird. And they also have a third faction. There's not just mafia and townspeople. There's mafia townspeople and the serial killer. Serial killer is only looking out for himself, and he's kind of like the mafia. He's just trying to kill people. But anyway, so I've been playing a lot of that, and I usually go on Skype with my cousin and other friends, and we all go into mafia games. And nice. It's really fun because when you start the game, you pick a new name, you know, secretly. So mm-hmm. when, you, when you're playing the game, even though we're all on Skype, none of us know who the other person is because all our names are different. <laughs> funny. And so I've I've done all kinds of random names like Phoenix Wright and whatever else, and 
you know, good stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's anyway. not it's not Mafia and Mafia Two like those games that are separate games. Oh right, right, yeah, <laughs> nothing like nothing like that. Just to completely clear up the confusion, anyone listening <laughs> may have. Yeah. Um, also, I recently bought Terraria. Mm-hmm. As many of you might know, it's the recent Minecraft clone. A lot of people get insulted when it's called that. That's what it is. It's a two-dimensional Minecraft clone. You go in, you can harvest, and you can um, build stuff. Granted, the thing I like about Terraria is there are tons and tons of enemies and things you can craft, and it's actually a little deeper in, in that respect than Minecraft is. But obviously it's a little shallower in that it's 2D, you know, and you know it's got... You know pros and cons over over Minecraft, yeah. but it's a Minecraft clone. Anyone who says it otherwise is just deluding themselves. Because like, guess what? When it goes nighttime, zombies come out and attack you. Where have I seen zombies before? Oh, and skeletons attack you. Where have I seen skeletons before? Like it's like mostly the same. It's just two dimensional and got some new new elements. But it's still fun. It's really really cool. Uh, and it's, so it's they don't new... have creepers. Yeah, no creepers. Yeah, but they have gigantic flying eyeballs. Oh, Wait. good God. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, Minecraft doesn't have any bosses yet. Hopefully they add some. But yeah, Terraria has a lot more combat-oriented quests and things you can do. Hmm. It's really cool. Really worth checking out. And then the other game I've been playing is called Pirate Galaxy. I actually used to play this like two years ago. And a friend and I got tired of it because it got kind of repetitive. And so we left it and you know we hadn't played it for years. But we recently got back into it because they, they revamped it and have improved it. And if you just go to PirateGalaxy.com, it's a free spaceship MMO. Hmm. And it's it's really, really simple. You have to kind of play it to understand it. But, like, you know, you, you take your ship, you level up, you buy new ship parts. You um, Before you can buy equipment, you have to go find an enemy that has that equipment and kill it. And it drops a blueprint. And you pick up the blueprint and go take it to the shop and say, build this for me. And then it's like, okay, and... Spend money to upgrade your guns, your shields, your missiles, your everything else, and really, really cool game. It's completely free, so it's worth checking out. Pirate Not Galaxy. Not gonna lie, I thought it was gonna be a mix of Pirates of the Caribbean and Super Mario Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like, huh? But the whole pirate aspect is you going around robbing people's technology and making your ship better as a result. Hmm. Pretty nifty. Interesting. That's what I'm okay, I have been playing. A lot of games so I'm gonna mostly talk about the ones that I finished because there are a bunch of them that I started and haven't finished um, actually technically Lego Pirates of the Caribbean I haven't finished but we can maybe even talk about it a little more when it's you know in the out recently segment um, but yeah you saw the Pirates uh, on Stranger Tides movie and mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you how that was that was fantastic I loved it I was a little skeptical because I was like, oh, here we go, you know, <laughs> movie number four, yeah. dragging a series out. But I was pleasantly surprised. No Orlando Bloom, that's a plus. Not that I hate Orlando Bloom, but I was just tired of him from the first three movies. Mm-hmm. And interesting plot twists, interesting no things. Kira no, Kira Knightley. No, Kira Knightley. It's okay, they got Penelope, Penelope Cruz. Is Natalie Portman a mermaid? Natalie Portman? I didn't see her. If Some, she was. Someone said that she was, but then again, I don't know if she knows what she was talking about. If she was, she was a cameo slash Easter egg because I didn't see her. Oh, okay. <laughs> but there's a lot of mermaids. I mean, that she could she could very well be be in there, and I wouldn't know. Okay. 
then no. I'm, I'm going to bet that the person I heard it from doesn't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Because I like Natalie Portman, what can I say? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I finished the first three parts, uh, the first three movies, and it's nice that that game has the plot for On Stranger Tides, but I'm not going to play a Lego game when I haven't seen it because that ruins the point. Uh, yeah. You don't you know, play a Lego game when you don't know anything about the source material, so... You know, I'm I'm part of the way uh, away from you know beating that game, and then there's the whole percentage thing, which is crazy. Um, but we can talk about that more in the out recently segment. I beat Uncharted because we'll mention soon that I got a PlayStation Three. Um, I really liked Uncharted, and at the same time, it's kind of like it's like Mass Effect in a way. Mm-hmm. It's a really good game, but at the same time you see all the places where they could improve on, and you either hear or you know, in you know my case with Mass Effect and Uncharted, um, that the sequel is so much better in every single way. So, I got the Game of the Year edition for Uncharted, and it's like $35 worth of bonus stuff from the PlayStation Store, but... That's not up yet. That's going to be probably on the 24th, <laughs> so I'm waiting to play Uncharted 2. I know people are like, Uncharted 2 is my favorite game, and it's so, so, so good. I'm like, I want to use all the perks that I got for the Game of the Year edition, but I can't download it yet because the store, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, you know, Uncharted borrows a lot of elements. It's The shooting is so much like Years of War, and there's platforming that's you know really similar to like Tomb Raider, and, you know, the story isn't completely unique. It feels a lot like, you know, uh, like an Indiana Jones, which is... I was just going to say, it always looks so Indiana Jones. Yeah. But at the same time, it takes all these elements that it doesn't bring anything new to the table, and it makes it work so well, and it really crafts a really nice experience. Um, I think all that stuff online is... It's possible, but I don't want to. I want to. Don't, I want to be sure before I actually fire it up and all that. I don't want to make progress and then be like, "Oh, I can unlock new guns and stuff." I don't know. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Dot dot dot. Um, the, you know, the story was pretty good, predictable at times. Good characters, really good characters, and the one part I despised. And I, I put it on Twitter. It had like a good pacing with the shooting, and then all of a sudden, it's not much of a spoiler. Plus, it's been since 2007. It switches into like this zombie mode, <laughs> and it's I'm not a zombie player. I don't play like zombie games, and I don't enjoy them because it's like it's so nerve wracking, especially when. You know, Uncharted is, and you know, Gears of War, for that matter, is so based on cover shooting. When like you're suddenly in the open and you have these, they're, they're technically demons, but let's be honest, they're zombies. And all you have is like really a machine gun to fend them off. Like, you know, headshots go out the window, and it's it's panic, and you're like, I want to do platforming again. It's. <laughs> It's it's zombies and it's it's not fun. And then I'm like, oh well, there, there's two, and two is much better from what I hear. So I'm really looking forward to playing two because Uncharted was a pleasant experience. It was it was good, albeit short. But that was one of the main gripes back in the day was that you know it's it's like a seven or eight hour campaign. 
And you know, I beat it in a day because I just couldn't put it down. It was like seven and eight hours and you know, a sixty buck game back in the day and the water effects looked really nice. For that was it time. predictable in a good way? It was predictable in a good way, yeah. Like, um, I've seen some movies and games where they'll take an unpredicted turn, but it's just like, no, you shouldn't have done that. No, no, no. <laughs> so sometimes when it's predictable, it's at least it's like at least the story is coherent, even though you knew it was coming. Yeah. But. And it, it does have a decent you know replay value. They have like a little treasure search thing, and I think I got like 20 or 21 out of 60 the first time through. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, it was interesting because there were a lot of spaces where if you're used to those kind of games where you find, like, hidden things, there yeah. were, you know, different branches off the path where you'd expect treasure to be and then it wasn't there. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to playing too. So, next time, people. Next time. I also got off my butt and after four years, <laughs> I played Portal. I beat Portal. Yeah. Um, I am not one of those people who are all like, oh, the cake is a lie, that's so funny now, it never gets old, because <laughs> if you watch Zero Punctuation, like, he's definitely writing his review of Portal 2, like, he, you know, of course, that. he loves Portal, but then he doesn't like Portal fans, in that, you know, a lot of people... You know, say like, oh, it's the best game ever, and the writing like I cannot. I keep quoting these Glados quotes like it's still relevant and funny. Cake is a lie. Cake is a lie. Everything's a lie. I, I granted, like we've gotten away with you know saying it a few times on the show, but it's not like that's our crux of our humor, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I also like Portal is a good game, but the people who say it's like the greatest game ever, it's not the greatest game ever. It's the greatest experiment that worked. And I'm not trying to do like a science pun because eh, for science, whatever. Um, yeah, but, <laughs> but the fact of, like that it was, you know, just attack on and, you know, it wasn't meant, it was just meant to be filler. Yeah, it was and part then, of the and then And it worked so well. Like that is its greatest accomplishment. So when I beat Portal and, you know, Sword 100 beating it like two years before I did, What's I then funny? went. You then, might you can miss the reference if you're not even paying attention because like they true. Don't, you don't pronounce the cake as a lie in the middle of the game. You have to like kind of yeah, it's it's in it. that room. Yeah, the room. That room. Oh, the room. <laughs> da, da, dun, dun, da, dun, dun. Sorry, movie reference that not many people get. Um, so then I went and played Portal Two because yeah. I have a PS3 and that's what you do. You have to get the PS3 version of Portal if you have a PS3 because then you get Steam. Yep. And all that good stuff. So I beat Portal 2 before my brother, who is close to the end now. But the fact that you know he's working full-time, uh, it doesn't give him that much time to play. Yeah. Space Base, want to go to space. My only disappointment was that uh, it it's like the first Portal feels longer because it's a new concept. Yeah. And then, like, the second portal, like, you can kind of burn through it because you're kind of a veteran and you understand how the portals work. And so, like, not much of it slows you down. I thought the gels were interesting. Especially oh, oh, that, that one room where it's, like, the long, tall tower where you had to, like, use all three gels. Yeah. That was... <laughs> I, I, I would call it something, but we'd have to censor it. And I, I already told <laughs> my brother what it is. Like, a cluster... Yeah, more or less. It's it's not pleasant what I called that room. Um, but I see. I like 
the segments where it's strictly testing. Yeah. Like all the segmented like rooms. But when you like have to use it in real applications to escape. Yeah. And especially to uh you know, go through the original aperture laboratory. Not not so much. Like that wasn't as fun as, you know, the structured testing rooms. Um, You'll like the two player. Yeah. I'm we need I, to stream the co op badly. For sure. I, I would have if I weren't feeling like crap when I got back yeah. from work, but show me your portals sometime space space. Next week. Sometime. Space wanna go to space. Yes. <laughs> um I also have been playing Red Dead Redemption. Have not finished. I've started LA Noir. I'll give my opinions. Now recently. Le Noir. <laughs> and uh, I also started MLB or sorry, MLB two thousand ten the show. Because I got that for twenty bucks and I wasn't about to pay sixty for this year's version. I always wanted to get the show because it looks so brilliant and I love baseball. You're but damaging the game industry. Good old American boy. Yeah, what can I say? Those, yeah, we didn't put it in the outline, but there was a Kotaku article about uh, who was oh the maker the Fable Three. Oh, Lionhead. Yeah, they're like uh, used games do more damage than piracy. More damage than piracy is what they said. <laughs> and I was like, wow, not enough that you attack some you know illegal side job. Now you're attacking legal activity. <laughs> really? I my parents are calling me like. Nope. Sorry. You're going to have to call my brother. I'm podcasting. Pretty epic ringer, though. (laughs) If used games are a threat to you, that means precisely one thing. Your game costs too much. Oh, no. And if people are willing to go save five bucks or ten bucks at the local GameStop, well, take a lesson from Valve. (laughs) Drop your game's price and get everyone to buy it, and then you don't have a problem anymore. Mm-hmm. Kirby Chu says, you got 2010 a month before 2011 came out. No, 2011 already came out. It's just <laughs> I didn't want to pay 60 bucks for the minor improvements that there were in 2010 when it's a third of the price. Cheapskate, you can call it that. You can also call it being logical and frugal. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Although, then again, like buying a PS3 just because it's, it was $100 off through a coupon at GameStop. Kerbuchu says you read him wrong. Oh. Yeah, that's possible too. He said he got 2010 a month before 2011. Oh, he got. Yeah. Derpy hooves. <laughs> English failure. Um, so, yeah, the main headline is I do have a PS3. Um, if you have a PlayStation 3. You should add me and Sorty on PlayStation Network at SMY and Yoko. Um, because we're not going to have two PlayStation Networks accounts if we're eventually going to do Plus, eventually. Did you and, register the same copy of Portal 2 under his name? Yes. Okay. As I saw him online. Because, because he's the only one that has Steam. Okay. That yes, makes- he is, Kadri. He is the only one that has Steam. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he linked that through our... And, like, technically we're sharing the same network account. And also... Because, like, if you have an Xbox 360 and a PlayStation 3, you know how easy it is to, like... If you have two, you know, paid... Not really paid. Like, you know, main accounts, 
mm-hmm. it's so easy on Xbox to like sign out, sign in on another, bam. Not yeah. so much on PlayStation. Um, we were gonna have two and just share it, but you have to like you would have to type in you know the login, like the email address, right, and then the password. Like it's not worth it. So plugging a keyboard to a PS3, you can, but okay. it's it's not, like not worth it yeah. for just that. Um, so yeah, SMY on Yoko, go at us, because we need friends. Friends, friends, we need friends. Um, and also PlayStation Network is back. We were saying last time that, you know, if it wasn't back, by the time we were on the show, shame on us, or shame on Sony, and it's It's kind of both. (laughs) It's back, but it's not back, but it's failing again, but it's back, but it's... Not yeah, in a way. So what was it? It was on the fifteenth that it came back. Um, we got. The Can you PS- log in right now? Is yes. it up right now? Okay, yes. it is running now. Okay. The thing that you know what happened, and I think a lot of people read it as like, "Oh no, PlayStation got hacked again." The thing is, when if you already had a PlayStation Network account before the hacking, they you know at, when it got back up, they sent you to a site that you you know recommended to change your password. And then there was an exploit in the website of how you had to change your password. And that's what people hacked, I think, again. So it was no problem for me who, you know, when I got back online, that's when I finally could create my account. Because that was, you know, bam, first time done through the system. Didn't have to go through that site and rechange it. So, you know, they, I think they took down PSN for, like, a little bit. Not long at all. Maybe, like, a few hours. But yeah. it's not like it was, you know, down again. And then I think, like, Sony of Thailand also got hacked again. <laughs> um, so, like, Sony is kind of in a whole mess of things. But ever since, I, you, know, you know, PSN got back up for my usage on my new PlayStation 3, I have not experienced a downtime. Except it's very disappointing that the store... Is taking so long. The store is not back up yet. Well, and... it's unfortunate because Sony just doesn't have a lot of friends. Not fans, <laughs> friends. Like they got friends in low places. Yeah, <laughs> they have. Yeah, the 2005, you know, CD rootkit fiasco, and they just keep doing things. That they, they they don't harbor suits. So it's just like, you know, it's just kind of expected. That people are attacking it. I don't know. It's like Sony just doesn't have the same friendly demeanor as, like, I would say Xbox and Wii. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're serious business. So, but yeah. And then, oh, I should have had a tab up there. Let me search PSN welcome back package <laughs> package. Um. Anyway, so there's you know apparently going to be once you know the store comes back up. It's for those who had a PlayStation Network account on the 20th or before, so if you were actually affected fully by the hit, so tier tier, I will not be getting these perks. Damn. Um, yeah. All PlayStation Network customers who were, you know, the 20th or before can select two PS3 games from the following list. Games will be available for 30 days shortly after the store is restored and can be kept forever. Dead Nation, Infamous. Little Big Planet, Super Stardust HD, and then Wipeout HD and Fury. Clearly, if you don't have these two games, Infamous and Little Big Planet are your go-tos. Um, if you have one of them, 
Wipeout HD is kind of like F Zero uh, GX or X or one of them. I really want Little Big Planet. Yeah, yeah. Um, PSP owners get to pick uh, two out of this list of four: Little Big Planet for PSP, Mod Nation Racers for PSP, Pursuit Force, and Killzone Liberation. Um, I don't know what the hell Pursuit Force is, but I don't think you can go wrong with the others. Um, and then it's like 30 days free PlayStation Plus for non-PlayStation Plus members. That's a good perk. Um, existing PlayStation Plus get uh, 60 days of subscription, two added, added two months. Um, Music Unlimited trial gets 30 days more. Um, home gets 100 free virtual items. And also, you know, on us rental movie titles for, you know, one weekend on the video service. The titles will be announced soon. It's about a hundred some dollars, you know, low hundred dollars if you have PlayStation Plus. That's what it costs the company, basically. So it's not bad. Um, I think that it's fair. Yeah. I like that they throw in the word forever on those games. Yeah. I it's mean, like, yeah, had, well, the DRM <laughs> issues that you have, yeah. Redeem it by saying you can have these games for sixty days mm-hmm. or ninety days. Like, yeah, you need to give them away. And let them keep them. Good job, Sony. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be getting Infamous eventually, but I would have rather gotten it for free. You know, it's yeah, just like oh, I mean, you can't hate Sony for this move. Like, it's it's a fair move. It's the right move. Although I don't know if you know their CEO going out and saying that oh, you know, no big network has ever been hacked like this before. So your week that, you know, delayed, you know, that we didn't tell you about it was, you know, fine enough. It's like, um, whatever. Facebook much? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's, it's the arrogance, arrogant CEO clause, you know, what can you say? But, you know, you can't hate Sony on this, uh, on the, you know, welcome back program. It's, it's fair. And then, you know, I think, you know, certain online games, you know, are doing little things too. So like, that's, it's good. That's what they should be doing. Um, moving along, Project Cafe, or We Too, or We Nintendo Feel. Nintendo Feel. The Feel. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, it can't be The Feel. Um, we have a couple sad fakes to, to discuss, because... Yeah. I, I know, they're so oh, sad. It's, it's so sad, Kadri. It's It's so sad. Um... So let's see. Let's talk about stories like this very badly photoshopped, or more After Effects, I guess. The title of the Kotaku article is Nintendo Fakers. You got to do better than this. And it's the video on YouTube entitled Nintendo Project Cafe Leak, quote, Private Developer Conference. Yeah. It has 765 likes and 1,245 dislikes. It's a video that has no sound, which is extremely suspicious. A dark room in a lecture that has different images of what the the feel or the stream or the whatever looks like. It actually the little circle says it's that right there. Well, and they're 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 following up on the uh, rumored Microsoft Office box-shaped mm-hmm. Nintendo console. Yeah, and, and so also connected all the right, and it's also got like a little mock-up of the yeah. controller. 
which looks terrible, by the way. That's not what it's going to look like. <laughs> it looks like a, oh, what's it called? A Lynx controller spread apart with a cre- uh, screen inserted in the middle. Yeah. It's or, or Virtual Boy controller, one of the two. This looks terrible. Mm-hmm. Just, just watch. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a pretty bad fake. I, if you want it to, to be real, let's do some sound. Stop with the shaky cam. Because, like, when it covers cover the lens and then, like, it's a different angle, like... It's exactly the same how Brawl was when it was coming out. There would be some screenshot that's, like, clearly this guy was doing a 540 jump on his skateboard, making the shoot through a window, you know? <laughs> and it's like, why can't you just stand there and take a clean shot? Why does it have to be, like, this 40% of the picture only blurred, screeching... Ugh. Speaking of Brawl, it reminds me of the, uh, what was it, the IGN April Fool's joke where someone brought in, like, the, you know, the hidden camera into the room where they reveal the, you know, Super, or Dairanto Smashbrazazu Iksu with, uh, with blood, and then, like, when they're, like, (laughs) cut out just as, like, Mario's head, you know, who's decapitated. (laughs) That's kind of what it reminded me of. Um, but yeah, no sound was kind of a tip-off. Well, I mean, but even if you digress, that maybe okay, the sound, like you accidentally turned it off or it wasn't working or whatever, it's still just, it's like, hold it steady. Yeah. <laughs> Make it a good leak. I, I know you're like all excited and, oh my goodness, it's <laughs> it's really in front of me. Oh my God, but like, keep it together, man. Keep it in your yeah. pants. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, but this, and the other thing it comes sure. down to is even if it is real, mm-hmm. like if it were happened to be real, it doesn't do us any good. When you when you shatter all credibility with the quality and the crappiness of the presentation, it's like, well, it didn't tell us anything because you did such a bad job. But mm-hmm. you know, anyway, whatever. Okay, before we actually go off and read this list, I, I want to know in just like in a, in a brief sentence. What's your what's your opinion? Oh, on the list itself. Yeah, on the list of games itself. <laughs> it actually looks fairly feasible slash predictable, but at the same time, there's some of them on there that I don't believe. I'm gonna agree with the first commenter here that you know in the very first thing he says it says sounds like a fanboy's wet dream. <laughs> yep. Um, if if too good to be true. You know, it's a cliche, but cliches happen for a reason because there's truth in them. And so it's, when it's too Nintendo, bad to be false. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, that that's like nightmare roster territory. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so when Nintendo Cat or NintendoScene.com posted this link and DVD Smith, uh, you know, was I got to give him credit for you know linking it to us. And of course he says, you know, when's he gonna if, become Blu-ray Smith? Sorry. <laughs> um, you know, he said, of course, you know, if it's true, you know, I'll crap my pants or whatever. But, you know, he does, you know, say that, like, of course, you know, there's, it's probably you know, not true. I, I still have a hard time believing this. But if it is, blah, blah, blah. Um, so this is a supposed, like, just as we thought, rumors on Nintendo's upcoming console were slowing down. Ha, yeah, right. A list of codename Project Cafe or Nintendo Feel has been leaked online on several gaming websites. 
even though nobody picked this story up. Um, on the upcoming games that Nintendo are scheduled to showcase at the E3 Expo in June. All right, guys, get ready for this. E3 if you, Expo. If you haven't seen this, if you have seen it, you know what we're talking about. If you have not, um, get ready. First party, launch games. Extreme Sports Cafe, which combines... It's a new IP, and it combines 1080 snowboarding and wave race and other sports. Uh, Pikmin Cafe, which will interface which with Pikmin 3DS, because that hasn't been confirmed. Endless Ocean Cafe. Yeah, Endless Ocean needs more than two games already for Wii. Yep. Nintendogs Cafe Kennel, which will interface with Nintendogs Plus Cats on 3DS. And Me Explore, which is a new IP. It's a multiplayer adventure game. In the launch window, you get Kirby's Epic Yarn 2 and WarioWare Cafe. No, no, let's just stop there. Um, kind of sounds weak based on, especially when you compare it to the 3DS launch window. Uh, it's kind of similar. I actually believe the uh, Me Explore one because that to me looks like a new <laughs> to me. social gaming. <laughs> Sorry, that to to me. That to you me. know, and believe it, especially if you know, you know, Feel Cafe, whatever. Farmville uh, Cafe. <laughs> especially if it has you know improved online connectivity, I and mean, you could see you know possibilities there. Um, now, launch games, third party. Uh, Battlefield 3, extra <laughs> content. Street Fighter Cross Tekken as a timed exclusive. SSX, oh, it used to be XSX Downhill, or Deadly Descents, uh, which was last year's E3 already, my goodness. Super Monkey Ball Cafe, Tony Hawk Cafe, Ridge Racer Cafe. Ridge. Mass, Mass Effect 3, possibly with 1 and 2. Inversion? Dragon's Dogma, those are kind of some indie games that I think used to be for, or used to be when we look at me talking there. I think they're on PS3 or something like that, but they're not known that well. Um, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon, Future Soldier, Metal Gear Solid Rising, extra content, Silent Hill Downpour, extra content, Pro Evolution Soccer 2013 Cafe, timed exclusive, Trauma Center Cafe, all at launch. Now, now, do you want to cover the future games, both, both uh, first party and future games? Yeah, I'll look over these ones. For the first party future games, we have Super Mario Cafe. That's kind of a duh. They're going to make a Mario eventually. Of course. Legend of- Shift a la Super Mario 64. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Legend of Paper Zelda. What? Really? really? What? <laughs> <laughs> Paper Mario, yeah, probably. Paper Zelda, mm, no. Of Super Nintendo Zelda, so yeah. pink, of pink hair and all. I, yeah, I guess would be Link to the Past redone. I guess I don't know. Um, Fire Emblem Cafe, yeah, sure, maybe. Um, Retro Studios IP, late 2012, new IP. Nintendo <laughs> bought Retro, right? I don't know if they bought, but like they, they're you know fingers crossed buddies. And yeah. you know, reports are that um, Retro Studios, you know, like a, a top head honcho there, has been quoted as far as the game that they're working on for Cafe. Yeah, they're they're working on a game that they quote 
everyone wants us to make. So project it's not hammer. it's not going to be a <laughs> project hammer. Yes. <laughs> so it's not going to be a brand new IP necessarily when it's one that everyone wants them to make. I don't know. We'll have to IP, but but then can we believe it? Anyway, continue. A new new IP for them? I don't know. Uh, Project Sora IP, new IP. When they're done with Kid Icarus, okay. <laughs> Monolith Monolith Soft RPG, new IP. I don't even know what Monolith Soft is, but okay. I don't either. Miyamoto game, new IP. That one I believe Miyamoto is still very active in. Mm-hmm. Like you know, enhancing the video game experience and making it more accessible. I'm sure he's trying something new. Well, it really depends on what his you know experiences are. What can he draw in from real life? Yeah, because that's what all his games are, and they're great. Don't get me wrong, but you just yeah. gotta follow on. What's he doing? He's watching Yoko do crappy fighting with PlayStation Move at E3. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, jumping down to the future third-party games. Here we go. Sonic Cafe, which is Sonic Generations. I believe it. Yeah, that, that Sonic's all over the place. But then again, it's coming out this year. Sonic Generations is Holiday 11. So well, yeah, they, you think they'll pull a, a Twilight Princess? Be like, I oh, just bump it off to the next console. We'll release it on a uh, 360 PS3 11. But you know, when that comes <laughs> yeah. out, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, Platinum Games IP, and then it mentions Bayonetta 2. I don't know the Bayonetta series, so I can't comment on that. But Fantasy Star Online 2. That, huh. That's weird to me because of how bad the first one did. And like how no one bought the GameCube adapter and all this other stuff. Yeah. I mean, Fantasy Star, didn't, it went on to other consoles, didn't it? I, I think, think it was so, a, yeah. a, a PlayStation game or something. But anyway, Sega game, question mark. That doesn't tell us anything. <laughs> the Sonic game. It's going to be Mad World 2. <laughs> yeah. Um... The Amazing Spider-Man, the game. Sure, I believe it. They're rebooting the movies, so that's yeah. probably going to match up with it. Andrew Garfield, man. What's his name in Social Network? Ed- Eduardo. Yeah. What's his face? <laughs> I don't remember his name, but I know who you're talking about. Um, Rockstar game, new IP. Like Or GTA Five. What? <laughs> yeah, that's isn't that mentioned in the list. Oh, it's up above. It's in the launch window. Oh, they that's GTA right. GTA Five. As one of the... Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, we didn't cover the launch window of... La- you know. Launch window, there's only five. I'll go over them really quick. Modern Warfare 3, Grand Theft Auto 5, Dead Space <laughs> spinoff, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, and Soul Calibur 5. Grand Theft Auto 5, parentheses, launch, timed exclusive. Pass. Not buying it. it it's, it's hard to say. I would believe Grand Theft Auto 5 eventually coming... To cafe, yeah, but not the first thing, because what is Rockstar done with Nintendo recently? They did, oh gosh, they did some game before Chinatown Wars, and both sold prolifically badly. <laughs> well, and plus you have the mix of Nintendo doesn't like dirty games on their console, and they're slowly warming up to it, but. It's like, would they want that as an exclusive? Yeah, you know, as long as it's not adults only, they'll be fine. Um, yeah, they'll be okay with mature. If they allowed, if they allowed Mad World, I think they'll be okay. Well, and if if this console is as strong as I say it is, I mean, maybe maybe that's why. Maybe it has nothing to do with Nintendo itself. Maybe just with the muscle it'll mm-hmm. have, they'll just be like, eh, why not? We can put it on that one, which will be really popular. Cafe, Nintendo feel. Um, 
So going back to the future games where we did the Rockstar, Rockstar game, yep. Bioshock Infinite timed exclusive. Bull. <laughs> I don't see that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, it's it's ridiculous. Like, again, like if it's true, so help me, I will bow to the feet of Shigeru Miyamoto. But yeah. it, it's just not. There's a reason that nobody picked this story up. Yeah. Um. Red Steel Three, I believe it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, why not? Red Steel just kind of does their thing on Wii game, on Wii consoles, Nintendo consoles. Um, Beyond Good and Evil Two, I'm not familiar with that series, so I'm, I can't really say. But sure, Doom Four. <laughs> this one's weird because I've actually been following its software. Mm-hmm. They have job openings for a future, quote unquote, future Doom project. They are continuing it. Huh. And this would line up with it. That w- this would be the next game. Yeah, but uh, they're... it's hard to say because they're they're big on PC games. They don't typically make console Doom games. And they're finishing it... up Rage right now. I take that back. That's totally wrong. They had Doom on Super Nintendo and Doom sixty four. Yeah. So I guess they could do one, but I don't know if Doom three was on console. But anyway, Doom four. Wait, Doom wait, 4. wait. We need to stop. Stop the presses. Stop. It, it is 6 p.m. Eastern time. Dun, 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 the rapture dun, has dun. begun. Or as one of my Facebook friends put it, Andrew Ryan has finished building his, you know, subwater world. Ha, ha, because it's called rapture. I crave chocolate. Is that part of the rapture? Pause the game. Pause the game. <laughs> Pause the yes, game. it is. <laughs> Dude, are you are you that what the MMO player? You're like the high scores in like ten of the best MMOs. Yeah. <laughs> need, a, need a ten meg pipe for all my online games. Oh no, I'm growing horns on live stream. <laughs> They're not my fingers. They're really horns. It means I'm evil and going to hell, what can I say? We're all evil in one way or another. Kadri, am I evil? Yes, I am. <laughs> I'll take your silence as a yes. Wow. <laughs> anyway, so where were we? I, anyway, I liked how Colbert signed off like it was yeah. his last show ever. Yeah. The next one on the list is Madden 2013 time exclusive. That one is... Mm, for how long? I, I don't know, yeah. Because EA prides itself on we're going to publish everywhere and make lots of money. I mean... Also, like... Maybe it'll only be like a timed exclusive for a week, because yeah, now they're right now pushing back the launch of Madden because you know the NFL season isn't confirmed to actually be happening this year, blah blah blah. But it's usually like mid-August, and now they're pushing it back to like oh, it's going to launch on August thirtieth this year, so next year like it's going to be around the same time. So to call that one a timed exclusive again, like I'm not buying it. Well, maybe for like a week. Oh no. People can't wait a week for a game. Anyway. Yeah, hang on. Mm-hmm. Self-destruction of the child. She's she senses the rapture before all that. I'm gonna I'm gonna continue. Um Tiger Woods 13. Yeah, probably. Um but we gotta see. Cause the Tiger Woods games work so well with the motion controls. And if it's gonna be just like a, a control, um those ones aren't as good, so okay, whatever. 
Fight Night Cafe. Um, sure. <laughs> are there, are there, like, because the other big question is, are there going to be new motion controls? Like, newer, yeah. different, better, unique, I don't know. Because, like, if there were, then that Fight Night would be one of those franchises they'd push. To be like, oh, look how awesome our boxing game is, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you never know. Need for Speed Cafe. Yeah. Well, right. yeah, you got, your controller is going to have the fancy little rearview mirror. Oh, that's just true. Like, That'd be really good. Just just like PSP. Mm-hmm. Serious business. It'd be awesome. Level um, 5. <laughs> what Level 5 game? New IP? Uh, who does Level 5 make? I don't level know. Level 5 is... Oh, I think they're Scribblenauts. Is that them? I think. Uh, to Google. Away. <laughs> Level hope, 5, like, independent video game developer based in Fukuoka, Japan. Come on, Wikipedia, do your thing. Um, oh, Level 5 is... Uh, yeah, Layton. Oh, Layton. Oh, yeah. okay. Derp. I only played Derp. part of the first Layton game, that's why. <laughs> who Derp. is... Who is Scribblenauts, then? It's something like... I, I know... I'll know it when I hear it, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. Fifth Cell... Mm. That's what. Ah, it's yeah. Okay, so like I don't feel as terrible about myself for not knowing this. It's yeah. close enough. Um, yeah, they're responsible for yeah for Layton, uh, Inazuma Eleven, that series. Uh, they were behind Sentinels of the Starry Sky for Dragon Quest Nine. Really? It looks like they were. It's level five in Square Enix. Okay, and uh, Nino Kuni, that. Uh, Studio Ghibli game from the past year. Um, but yeah, what did they say? What, new IP for this one? Yep, new IP. Not Leighton on Wii? Leighton on Wii would be pretty cool. We'll have to wait and see. I don't know. Not sure on that one. Um, Kingdom Hearts Cafe. Uh, what I'll say on this one is very believable because they've already been doing games on like, you know, GBA and DS, yeah. whatever. But. This, the question still remains of, you know, more fanboy hopes of will they mix with Nintendo characters? Probably not. But no, no. I would love that. <laughs> sure. Sora goes to Hyrule <laughs> and, you know, does some stuff there. It would be awesome. Yeah. Um, this this one says possibly Kingdom Hearts 3. No, no, no. It needs to be Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah. Like, enough with the spinoffs. I mean, you already got Dream Dro- or Drop Dream Distance. For mm-hmm. 3DS. Yeah. Um, Square Enix game, new IP, and then Square Enix game, question, question mark, question mark. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Square Enix game's profit. <laughs> it's going to be a random RPG. <laughs> no, guys, it's going to be Final Fantasy 15. <laughs> <laughs> I actually heard that Square Enix is not doing so well financially. I don't know if that's true, I but I read that somewhere, but they're probably not. After 14? That was not Yeah, good. it's kind of a biff on their part, but um, yeah, that's a lot of Square Enix. I, I don't know, does does anyone in the chat like the Crystal Chronicles series? I hate the Crystal Chronicles games. Never they're, tried it. They're not They're not Final Fantasy games. They're terrible. I, just, I, I tried it because I love Final Fantasy games, but mm-hmm. they're just... Oh. On innovation gone bad is what I say. But anyway, I mean that that could be anything. So what the hell is going on outside my window? 
Next game is a like grasshopper geese. game. I know. Either new IP or No More Heroes 3. Hmm. Which I heard they were making a new No, no More Heroes yes, game, so that one kind of makes sense. Yeah, they're coming out with one soon for PS3. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it's possible. Sure. Yeah. yeah, people people are dying outside my window, and that's why it sounds like geese. <laughs> I believe um, it. Next, next one's a Valve game, possibly a collection set or a new game. I believe this one simply because Valve does not sign exclusive deals. Mm-hmm. Like they just publish wherever they they put it on Steam, they put it on Xbox 360, and PS3. They tend to focus on PC, but once we steps up and can handle their games, this would not surprise me. Um. They're not going to be at this year's E3, though. No. They, how often do they go? They're, Valve is like Blizzard. They don't tend to show up a lot. Uh, they already came out and said that they're not going to be there. So, I mean, this is in the future games list of a list that's probably not even true, and we're just saying for the lulls for for future listens. Yeah, right. And the last one. The last one. Epic Games. New IP, Bulletstorm 2, or New Gears of War Trilogy Exclusive <laughs> Cafe. Yeah, right. No. <laughs> Maybe the Gears of War Trilogy re-released like, on Cafe. It, it would have been a struggle to believe a new Gears of War game, period. Much less a, a whole 4, 5, and 6 are only on Cafe. <laughs> That's where it kind of stops. <laughs> Bulletstorm 2, I don't even know what to think, because Bulletstorm 1, I don't know. Is the worst game ever made. Did it sell well? I don't even know how well it did. I just know it came out of nowhere. It did, eh. So, but it's the worst game ever made. It's, it's, it's the worst game ever made. And plus, like, for, you know, with these rumors, it's like, why is it A or B? Why isn't... <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a lousy rumor. I don't know. We just had to report on it. And yeah. say, ha, 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 ha. oh, that's that's a good one. They're like, and we've announced a new Gears of War trilogy. Oh, fetch! <laughs> Why do we have to be wrong about everything? Mm-hmm. Okay, so for Nintendo Feel, for those that have functional 3DSs, <laughs> because I did send mine in a couple days ago, it is it is off and away. So I'm okay with. Uh, the Nintendo 3DS eShop being delayed from the end of May, which is all we had before, to the evening of June 6th, or June 7th in Japan. Um, is that some the people, update that includes Netflix? Yeah, I, they don't say. Ugh. And I would love... like that, like I know I'm waiting for Ocarina of Time, but at the same time I'm kind of waiting for that update. Cause I would love to have like Netflix like in bed or on the couch or just around. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. well, I want that feature. I'd, I'd believe it if it you know they're trying to make it happen then, because otherwise they said like oh it's going to happen in summer, and this is this is going to be summer. I don't. I mean people can be you know impatient all they want. They can be yeah yeah pissed. But they're like I'm waiting for games. Yeah sure. Like it's no surprise that. You know, I was hyping the 3DS more than anybody, and the games just aren't there yet. Like, sure, that's mm-hmm. fine. I mean, the technology is great. The technology's not going away, so it's if you have it, you know, it's it's great. But you know, we we are waiting on the games. We are waiting on some of these features. Do you, do you think Nintendo hurt themselves by having a bad launch, or is it um, good to get the console out early and then have a wave of good games slowly? 
as long as they get the good games out soon, I don't think they're going to have an issue with it. I think, speaking from a retail perspective, it was, you know, I, 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 I you know, was the first to say on the show, like, I'm having withdrawals, and I want, you know, the 3DS as soon as possible. But if you're not going to have the games there, and, like, if half your launch titles are going to be crappy ports from Ubisoft that, or yeah. Ubisoft, that don't even work, you know, I mean, you probably should have waited. Also, from the retail perspective of you push, you know, DSi and DSi XL and all that during the holiday season, especially where, you know, Toys R Us where I work, so many parents, their kids want DSi during the holiday season, so they buy it. And then three months later, you're going to have a new thing for $250? Mm-hmm. No. I mean, it's selling great. You know, they sold about 400,000 units in the first week, and the original DS did 480,000 with a pretty weak launch, although it had a Mario 64 DS. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there is time to pick up Steam. Eh, Steam. <laughs> Steam on um, 3DS confirmed. Snap. There, there is time for them to pick up Steam as long as they have, you know, games, and we'll talk about it for the pre-E3 yeah. and all that. That's, you know, a whole other discussion. Um... I think they could have waited. Um, yeah. I think, you know, waiting to the end of the year would have been risky because with NGP coming out, you've been in direct competition. You wouldn't have, you know, the, there's an advantage to, like, pushing your stuff out before yeah. your competitor. And so that would have been, you know, maybe too late. But when you didn't have the games and you advertised so many great concepts and ideas for games at E3 and you have the, these people backing you. Yeah. And, you know... Kid Icarus Uprising is the very first game you plug for it and you know advertise because Project Sora, Sakurai, the whole shebang, and it's not going to be ready until maybe August. It's it's you know that's risky. Um, so you know I'm I'm happy that I purchased the 3DS. I'm mm-hmm. going to wait for it to get back because I don't have to pay anything. I have to go through FedEx. I'd rather go through UPS. Blah blah blah. Um, and. But I, I'm still, you know, waiting for the good games. I can be patient. I can wait another week for these features. Um, but here's the interesting thing that I wanted to ask you about. <laughs> and Kadri. <laughs> um, is it a little too interesting that they launch this on the eve of their press conference at E3? Because their press conference is on June 7th at noon Eastern. 9 a.m. Pacific. And when it's out the evening of the 6th, I would have waited a day. I would have waited till the 7th, and so they can announce some great things, like maybe extra features that we had no idea about. Mm-hmm. And they're say, like, bam, it's out tonight. Um, but the fact that they're doing it the eve before is precarious. It's interesting. Well, it all depends on how they play with it after like that that either means that there is no connection and then they're not gonna like run with it or there's some reason they want it out just before so that people can see something and then they can say this will evolve into something bigger or connect to something bigger yeah. i mean it, it all depends we don't know anything but that is interesting mm-hmm it is it is very interesting so we'll have to keep an eye on it we'll maybe have even predictions um, but that's for the pre-E3 stuff. You don't want to miss this. I, I'm, I keep plugging it, but like I'm very excited about this. I tease it on Twitter. I have an interesting idea for this episode 88. But moving on to Modern Warfare 3. Um, 
it looks really nice so far. Uh, there's a Where You'll Go, How You'll Kill, and Who Will Die in Modern Warfare 3 feature on Kotaku. It's a little spoilerish, but you get a view of, you know, some of the, the venues, if you will, that you're going to be going to, what gets attacked, and mm-hmm. some of the cityscapes and, you know, the graphics so far look very impressive. Um, I'm curious to how it'll be received simply because of the whole shake-up at an Infinity Ward. Mm-hmm. Like, if you go back and watch... If you watch the the series on... How do you pronounce Machinima? Yeah, Machinima. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Bam. Anyway, um, they have a series there. I'll plug their series called All Your History Are Belong to Us. They're awesome videos. They, they do the history of Valve. They do the history of Blizzard, id Software. They just show how, like where they came from and then what they did to get you know rich and successful mm-hmm. and they do one on infinity ward and part of their history involves you know big companies coming in saying you're going to do this and they say no way we have better ideas than that so they leave and then end up making more money because they went and did their own ideas mm-hmm. and the same thing kind of happened here like after um after modern warfare 2 you know the two top guys got fired or whatever a bunch of people followed after him and quit you know, to be with those creators, and they apparently went off and started some other studio. I think it was called something like Respawn Studios or something like that. I don't know what it was called, but um, anyway, yeah, like it's like, will Modern Warfare Three be like a great spiritual successor, or will it be like just a an Activision mm-hmm. law <laughs> or who is it Activision behind him? Hoover's behind him? I think yeah, it, Activision. I think that, yeah, it is Activision. Mm-hmm. Bobby Kotick, yeah, <laughs> um, making that money. Like it's uh, it'll it'll be interesting because you know, with with the with the creators gone, that the spiritual drive behind it is missing with it too. So like, they're either gonna fake it and make a cheesy sequel or do something different. And I don't know, we'll see. Mm-hmm. It not it's not just you know Infinity Ward, what's left of them. It's Sledgehammer Games also and Raven Software that's pitching mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Uh, release date of November eighth, twenty eleven. Um. The thing is, you know, I, I you know made a joke about Call of Duty at the beginning, but like, I've I played Modern Warfare and I played Modern Warfare Two. I'm not so crazy about World at War and Black Ops. Not saying I boycott them, but like, I, all the credit to Treyarch. They they do make great games, but it's not my thing. Like, I would rather have a new story than like a different take on history. Although that sounds very weird because, you know, how you know much I like, you know, Metal Gear and then Metal Gear Solid 3 is all about, like, oh, this is what really happened at the start of the Cold War. And yeah. so it's kind of, you know, counterintuitive. That's, a, that's actually talked about in that All Your History series. They oh, talked interesting. They went, they went from um, realism and accuracy to suddenly they wanted to make their own story, and that had mixed reactions because... You know, there was that loyal crowd of like, you guys do such a good job of capturing history and making it feel real, and and other people were like, yeah, futuristic sci-fi, awesome, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, so I'll play through the campaign. I'm, I'm sure I'm gonna, one of us is gonna buy Modern Warfare Three. I mean, there's no, I'm not denying that. But when when the game and like you when you take games as seriously as we do. I, there, there's like a certain stigma, at least this is how I feel, like a certain stigma that it goes and attaches itself to these popular games that 
the public defines as video games. Mm-hmm. And Call of Duty is one of those because everyone buys it. And, I mean, Modern Warfare 3, it's, it's going to set, you know, sales records. Like, Black Ops yeah. beat Modern Warfare 2. Well, guess what? Modern Warfare 3 is going to beat Black Ops. They're going to pour more and more marketing. And everyone who bought both games are going to go and you know, buy this one. Because Black Ops got so many more new fans that it's ridiculous. And they're like, I need more Call of Duty. So, I don't... And the, the funny thing is, especially working at a retail gaming store now is how many people don't know the thing about two different developers trade-off years on these games. Well, that's why the branding is so valuable mm-hmm. and expensive. Oh, yeah. Because they know that. They know there's lots of people that don't know. They don't know the first thing about who owns what and where the actual heart of a game went. Like, you know, it's just, oh, it's the next Modern Warfare game! Yay! <laughs> Call of Duty! Call of Duty! And that reminds me of The Office when they were playing Call of Duty. Oh, and it was yeah. it had such it had such you know small roots. Um, Exo Ryko says in the chat is oh, really need to make a Ancient Warfare. Yeah, caveman with spears and slings. And or there was like a, a prediction X. of you know headline for 2011 that uh, Screw Attack did over at GameTrailers.com that you know it would be uh, Halo. Um, you know, Halo would go back in time and do like a a modern warfare, and then you know, Call of Duty would do like a future war, and that would be like Halo and Call of Duty essentially become themselves. Yeah. Um, Exo Ryko says in the chat, "Isn't that what caused the undoing of Guitar Hero? You know, the releasing of year after year or something to that effect." You know what? We can only hope. <laughs> but Just... they do it as long as there's money in it. Mm-hmm. Like they don't, they don't care one hoot about some franchise's reputation. They just, as long as it's still good, they're gonna keep pushing stuff out. It's cash. Squeeze as much as you can. It, it prints money. So yeah, we had to mention it because you know details are starting to leak. Um, you know, people at Activision are trying to cover up because they want their big reveal. There's gonna be a big reveal trailer during the Western Conference NBA Finals. Oh gosh, it's either on the 23rd or 26th. Um. I'm not going to watch a basketball game just for that. As much as I love sports, I'll catch it online. You know, that that's how the world works. We don't stick to watch a commercial that we don't know when it's going to happen for an entire game. We're just going to catch it online. Future tubes are the future. Precisely. So, for the hilarity of the week, this week where we talk about... Usually it's fails, but last week we did a win with the reverse Zelda theme. And... I got this story yesterday where a Wii purchase between a couple led to a Super Mario-themed wedding. Oh, what a cute story. But, like, getting the opinions of a themed wedding, is it, do you think it's too cheesy or, you know, does it not even matter because it's, you know, your own special day and all that? What do you, what do you think? My, my personal opinion is that I would never do it simply on the premise is that it would be way too awkward for too many people coming. Yeah. Not not that video games or Mario or anything like that is awkward, but just making it it's like they're surrounded in it and, oh, oh, hey, we want you to dress like this and stuff. It's kind of like weddings don't... Uh, I don't I don't know how to say it. Like it's, it's not like it's a problem. Like, oh, society is crumbling because we have themed weddings. But it's just, I don't know, my stance is that you should keep it pretty formal and, and standard so that people can come enjoy it 
you know, kind of common ground. Right. Like, and because, like, you know, a lot of, you know, they were saying in this news report, and, you know, that you could totally tell, like, the, the head anchor was kind of, like, mocking it. Mm-hmm. But um, you could totally tell, like, the people were saying, like, oh, you know, for those that, you know, don't want to come because we have, you know, older family members, we just want them to wear white because that's, you know, clouds. Yeah. I mean, that kind of thing. You know what? I'm going to say something crude here. Um, I don't even know how to Keep the role playing to the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, like, bring that, you know, acting out the video game as reality, like, there's a place for it. Like, I, and, you, I, and you don't have to involve everyone unless you want to get the video camera out. Yeah, I think it would have been okay to, like, say, hey, after the wedding, we're going to have a Mario-themed party reception. For those like, interested? <laughs> you know, yeah, I like, know. like... Like, like, I think it'd be cool to, you know, just to kind of go to a, a Mario-themed place. But, yeah, I do, I do think they kind of pushed it a little hard with the whole, everyone fit in the part. We want it to be really, really Mario-themed. It's like, wow. Chill out. <laughs> okay, let, let, let's talk Mario canon here. Because, you know, the bow, the husband will be Mario. The bride will be Peach. And the father of the bride is Bowser. Bowser. That does not make any sense. <laughs> If anything, like, Bowser wants to marry Peach, so why would Bowser walk him down the aisle, but it's the father of the bride? Ah! <laughs> Apparently, uh, Bowser birthed Peach? <laughs> I, I, just, I just had, like, a brain freeze there. <laughs> yeah. And then, as, you know, if they if they pull this off, I want... Like the ring bearer to be dressed up as Waluigi, be like, "Too bad, Waluigi time." <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah, it, it is it, what it is. Kudos to them for showing off their love of video game, but it's like chill out. It's a wedding. Yeah, and but we had like we talked about the Halo wedding. I think it was during the video podcast short stint. We talked about like a Halo themed wedding. So yeah. it, it isn't the first time this has happened. But then, before when I was you know coming back from you know feeling really crappy, now it's only feeling just crappy. Um, the uh, tag on Kotaku is "Fox, you ignorant slut," which is an office reference. Dwight, you ignorant. Dwight, you ignorant slut. <laughs> um, Fox News debate of federal funding for games. Goes about like you'd expect. So, they're talking about how, you know, with video games being accepted as art, um, you know, the federal government wants to fund independent game developers for educational games, you know, to basically to make them be more educational games and to push video games as an art. Um, So, they have. You know, as of course they you know preface it as a fair and balanced debate with uh, Brian Ambrosi, the editor in chief of Icrontic, <laughs> which is you know website, and you know he's he's defending video games very nicely, um, especially when you know when they open the segment, and I don't you probably didn't get to see this yet because I did really add it last minute, mm-hmm. um, but they open and you know, we, we're talking about Call of Duty representing video games as a whole. They open up this segment with, you know, Call of Duty, you know, Black Ops, and they're saying, like, do you, you know, want, you know, the federal government to be funding games like this? 
and you know Call of Duty representing video games as a whole. So you know Owen Good wrote this article on Kotaku. And he says only an idiot would say that Call of Duty is eligible for a grant from the National Endowment for the Arts. Only an idiot would believe it. Only an idiot would believe the government is giving, in fact, tens of billions of dollars to video game development, as Fox insinuates. But all of this makes for good video and outrage in the nursing homes where Fox News's weekend, weekend programming has its highest penetration. Um, so the guy, you know, who's defending video games says, like, well, you know, giving um, you know, money to these games like Call of Duty is like giving it to a blockbuster, a Hollywood blockbuster. Mm-hmm. You know, it's for, to, you know, push video games as art. And then they get this other guy who... He's called Neil Asbury. He's basically acting as a radio personality with the the loud voice, the brash personality, talking about like, oh, we're in, uh, you know, a recession, and you know, what is this? What's the quote that he says? God, I'm trying to even think. I only saw it, it once, but he's you know essentially saying that like, you know, we're in a recession and we're going to be paying taxpayer. We're going to raise our taxes just to pay for video games, like. Oh, video games, those Call of Duty things that my kids play. It was like with that intonation. And like at a point, you know, when you're targeting, you know, people who don't understand it, I can understand the idea of, you know, raising taxes for them video games. But at the same time, the, you know, the moderator and this guy were disregarding the ideas and the points that this guy was bringing up of, you know, video games pushing arts. The only video game footage that they showed during this clip was Call of Duty Black Ops, so something very <laughs> modern and very graphic, and then Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. On any like, you know, good games, but it's missing the point entirely of what is it? You know, we, have, if we apply any movie, any money to cinema. We should apply them to video games. <laughs> yeah. And and I don't know if you're familiar with this, but all while this is going on, have you heard of the uh, Minecraft teacher? I have not. Um, there's a second grade teacher, I think he teaches a school in New York, he, he has a website, it's like minecraftteacher.net or theminecraftteacher.net, I don't remember which one it is, but he, te- he uses Minecraft to teach, and basically what he does is he gets these kids to teach, he teaches these kids that like, you know, teamwork, but you build a structure together, you don't mm-hmm. break it down, you know, that's rude, and like you learn to work as a team, you ask permission before you intrude on people's territory, and like, you know, like... <laughs> it's being put to good use already, and I think it'd be great to have more education-focused games. I mean, it's or, already being used. But... Yeah, or, or college courses doing Portal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's being done, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, you know, e- people still have this irrational view of video games. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, that's like saying, movies are terrible, and the only clips you show are like, you know, you know, rated NC-17, yeah. you know, blood-curdling, horrible clips. Like, you know, movies? Why should we be funding movies? Those are, these are terrible. Like, you know, it's like, are you kidding me? There's a whole wide selection of genres, you know? You can't just look at just the uh, the Gears of War, the Call of Duties, the whatever yeah. <laughs> But So all I have to say to the story is, Fox that. Yeah. <laughs> Get the Fox out of here. Um, anyhow... Let's talk about games that are out recently. You know, last week we had like nothing. Seriously, nothing. Um, you know, Brink also came out recently. Um, kind of like it's like Brink, uh, Borderlands meets Team Fortress Two in a way. So yeah. it's kind of an interesting premise. I haven't given it a try yet, um, but it's it's getting decent reviews. Not great, but you know, pretty good. Um, 
It's just, I guess, it, it's like a first-person shooter, and it was hyped for a long time. And it's one of the few games that I'll, I'll give it credit for. It actually moved up its release date by a week. Hmm. So good for them for that, um, because not enough games do that when they realize they're done and they want to you know, make more money. Um, as far as LEGO Pirates of the Caribbean goes, it's a LEGO game. What can I say? Um, this game, more than any others, and that's why I'm waiting to play the fourth part before, you know, after I see uh, On Stranger Tides, which props to them for including that. Like I yeah. use that as a selling point when I'm trying to sell it at uh, for retail because that's fantastic that they make that the, the game movie or movie game, essentially. When you see crap like Thor... And, you know, soon, yeah. like, this coming Tuesday, Kung Fu Panda video game is coming out. And, like, you just know they're going to be crap for that to be the game that represents the movie. Kudos. Um, but, you know, the Pirates, LEGO Pirates, more than any other LEGO game before, you really have to know the story. And if you don't, it expresses them in cutscenes that are very creative, if you remember the story, and very well done. Mm. But, like, if you've never seen the franchise like you're gonna be like what the hell is happening plain and simple and because like the, the pirates movies are a bit confusing to begin with mm-hmm. but uh they're pretty thick but they're good yeah they, they are very good um so it is you know a lot of you know breaking stuff puzzle solving there are little elements like you know jack has his magic compass so you have to find treasures on top of the uh little you know ship parts or all that so you know jack has to find treasures based on his compass um, different characters have different abilities, like Gibbs has a hatchet, so, you know, he gets to forge things that, you know, need to be put together, um, Will throws little hatchets, like, as a projectile, um, girls, like Elizabeth and, um, what's her name, it's not Isabel, it's, oh, man, Anna, Anna, oh god, the girl who slaps Jack in the first movie, and is part of the crew, so, yep. you know, Different female characters, they have double jump abilities, uh, so they can reach higher points. Um, characters like Marty and the dog, they're small, so they can go through little passageways. Um, speaking of Lego, they confirmed uh, Lego Harry Potter 5 through 7. It's about yep. time, but it's good to hear. Finish it out. Um, so that's that. It's good, and I'm waiting to see the fourth movie before I finish. And L.A. Noir. La Noir. La Noir. Let me find Master WGS's tweet because he did. He had a very good tweet about this game. Okay, first of all, you know, more people at work. This the same person who said La Noir uh, said it's like, oh, you know, I thought it was a Rockstar game, so I told people that it was, you know, you know, a bunch of like gangsters, you know, shooting each other, and no, it's could not be further from the truth of what that game actually is. Let's put it this way. If you even like Phoenix Wright in the slightest, you have to play this game. And I understand like if you're going to wait a bit for the price to go down or whatever, but you have to play this game if you like Phoenix Wright. And the game is so much more about investigation of crime scenes and other, you know, areas of fault, um, telling if people are lying because the technology that they've done, they have done is they got all these actors in a studio, about 20 plus hours of voice acting, and it's not just voice acting because they put these actors in a studio, 
32 cameras around them, 32 HD cameras. Hmm. And from those HD cameras, they mask all the different video of the actor into a 3D model. And these faces and these inflections of their performance are captured so flawlessly that it really reaches the level of Uncanny Valley. Which, if you don't know, is the idea that when something that is artificial um, tries to emulate reality so much that it really is off-putting to those, you know, to humans who are, are real. Um, Kirby, she does point out a lot of the actors are from Mad Men, which is very true. Um, but yeah, the reality of this game and the technology that they're doing, it's, it's the first game ever to be officially accepted at the... Tri- People are screaming outside my window. It, it really is the rapture. Good God. <laughs> We're all going to hell. Um, but it's the first film to be officially accepted. First game to first officially be accepted as a film. There we go. I can get it at, at the uh, Tribeca Film Festival. And it was getting rave reviews. I mean, eat it, Roger Ebert. This is game and games is art. Um, so at Master Wuggles said... L.A. Noir is really sounding like a game I can show to my parents and be like, Behold, you can take video games seriously, which I really want. And then he follows up with, you know, Heavy Rain seemed like that, but the controls got in the way too much. I hope this works out better. Um, you know, I haven't been able to play it too much because you guys already heard all the games I've been playing. I'm hoping to continue it more uh, this week, but I really enjoy what I have tried so far. Uh, granted, you know, some of the textures aren't as hot. They're still, you know, great. And the fact that they create an entire 8x8 mile 1947 Los Angeles and, you know, Rockstar's classic, you know, free-roaming sandbox world, um, damn impressive. It is a true accomplishment in video games. It's one Blu-ray disc, three DVDs on Xbox, so I got it on PS3. Makes it easy that way. I hate, 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 hate changing out discs my games. Sorry, Mass Effect 2. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so those are games out recently. Uh, coming up soon, Kung Fu Panda 2 is out soon. Uh, what else? Dirt 3 is out soon. It is a slow time, guys. Duke Nukem so, Beta out soon. Yeah, June 3rd, right? Yep, yep very close. Ooh, oh, man. I'm in on it, man. I'll I'll be giving a review of the Me beta. Too. We will, ha- but then see, it's going to be E3, so the full game is out the 14th. That's after E3. Maybe we'll get to yeah. touch on it. Anyhow, um, the big in this week is the plans before the pre-pre E3. Um, you're going to be at work, unfortunately, those days. I know. That sucks. Next year will not happen. Yes, we hopefully will be there next year. You'll have to get like Cyberlink to skip school and come do it with you or something. Yeah. Wait, is he in school? June? It's summer. He won't be in school. No one will be in school unless he's at college. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, something. Um, anyway, I have requested both days off work. I don't know if I'll get that, but I've requested both days off. So I'm hoping... We'll see if we can do like some sort of live stream or commentary. You're probably going to want to... Everyone's probably going to want to hear and... Embrace it for their own selves, but you know I'll, I'll try to you know, record it and. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be streaming stream. at work though. Oh yeah, 
like I I got dual monitors at work and I I'll definitely make some room for it and have it going in my ear while I'm coding. <laughs> and then I'll be like, oh my god, it's called Wii F- or Nintendo Feel. Nintendo Feel. Everyone looks at me. I yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's gonna be very exciting. It's you know it's like our Super Bowl. You know when I'm, you know Solid Snake One Twenty. You know I said like it's it's my Super Bowl. I love the Super Bowl, but like it's it's all of our Super Bowls. Even yes. if you don't like football, it's it's a BFD, big freaking deal. Yeah, and not like in a sarcastic way, like yeah, big deal. It's a it's a big deal. It, it's pretty serious. It's pretty awesome. So, I wanted to say what I have planned for episode eighty-eight. I've told you a little bit about this. Mm-hmm. I want to first preface it by saying that different podcasts have different ways about going about how they do a podcast. And, you know, we've just done this roundtable format we used to have the back old boring days with me just ranting and ranting and ranting, but I don't know how that's really any different to what it is now uh, at times. Uh, but, you know, the roundtable works amazingly well for us. Yes. We obviously wouldn't be, you know... Honestly, we're almost a month away from our four-year anniversary, yeah, that's ridiculous. And at the yeah, end of the year, we'll have a hundred episodes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um. So obviously, you know, this roundtable format works very well for us. But some podcasts have a method where uh, fans get to call in and you know chat with the host for a bit of time. It's like talk radio, yep. where you know they they put out the phone number and you call in. And all that. So, I, I want to I want to say that you know we are we are going to do some investigation. We're going to do some experimenting. We are going to try for episode eighty eight, and only as a special pre E three episode, not a continuing on for the rest of time because we we do like the roundtable format and it works very nicely. Um, but we're going to be doing some experimenting and testing to try to have our pre E three episode be a live call in show. Where, as you know, for certain topics like I will be addressing shortly, uh, you will get to call in and we will take your calls and you will get yep. to chat with us on this on different topics for a little bit. I saw Sugar do it on her podcast. Her and her friends just had them call in, and it actually worked surprisingly well. They just had the phone there next to the mic, and it was plenty loud and clear. So mm-hmm. definitely doable. So yeah. I mean, it's going to take some tweaking. It's going to take some experimenting. Yep. But we will do it for science. You monster. <laughs> I am. I am a monster. Call 555. Show me your news. 555 Um. So, secret. The plans for episode 88, and when I said, like, I have a deliciously brilliant plan, it is too bad that we can't actually be at the show this year. But it is a special time, especially with, you know, two weeks from now. It's going to be the Saturday or Sunday before the Monday or Tuesday of the conferences. Which is good because well, by that time we'll have all the, uh, the rumors and the, yeah. and the leaks and the things to go over. Because that's always fun to do just before it and then mm-hmm. to go over all of it after. Yeah. Um, you know, Monday at noon is going to be Microsoft. No, noon Eastern. Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern is Sony. I did not know that until yesterday. 
Really? I'll be home for that one. We could stream that one. Yeah. And then uh, Nintendo, who is usually second, is last uh, Tuesday at noon, which is their normal time. Um, but yeah, you know, Nintendo's last this year. Best for last, right? <laughs> Save the best for last. Uh, uh, we're, be- we're being bought out by Sony. Uh, we're going to merge and be the, 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 the PlayCube 4. And... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why we're getting Gears of War trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> that Anyhow. would be terrifying if Nintendo got bought out by anybody. <laughs> Could you imagine? It'd be like Apple buys them out. We're being bought by Mattel. <laughs> like, oh gosh. <laughs> and there's a new slew of Barbie games coming out this fall. Anyhow, with the pre three episode, you know, just just before. Um we, you know, I pitched at the beginning of this show. I said, you know, we want to have a contest. And the winner of said contest would be on the post E3 show, which would ideally actually be a week after. I don't. I cannot wait two weeks after the conference to talk about them. It's not possible. We can do an accelerated cast. There you go. So one week after, we're going to say the next week after, we're going to go over all the E3 news. So, um... The idea of this contest would be, I was first thinking like odds, percentages, but it's easier just to call it yes and no, and I'm going to give it some fancy title later, like Resurgathon or whatever. Um, Anyway, the idea will be that, you know, for all the different groups, Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft, third parties, I'm going to come up with questions that are yes and no based, that we won't know at the time of the podcast, but they will inevitably inevitably be answered in yes or no format by the time the conference is and, you know, the whole E3 week is over. Yeah. So, you know, for example, I'll probably, you know, I'll say one of them. You know, for, for Nintendo, will Skyward Sword be launched in 2011? Yes or no, you know, question. And, you know, you know, we'll both, you know, give a prediction. We'll ha- I'll have, you know, the questions and all that for us before. We'll have our predictions for the show. For each, ideally for each question, we'll get a new fan, someone to call in. And we'll, you know, we'll discuss it a little bit. And, you know, you'll have your prediction on the show. The idea is that, you know, we'll have, you know, maybe we'll do like 10 each of those four groups. So maybe we'll, we'll have like 40 questions. I still have to narrow down all the log- logistics. It's still a, de- and a, a conceptual idea. I'm stuttering. What the hell? This is my <laughs> sickness and I'm feeling crappy. It's, it's still a conceptual idea, but, you know, ideally we're going to have maybe, let's say, about 40 questions in yes or no format. And what you have to do... Oh gosh, we need to get these. I'm thinking like these new ideas to keep coming ahead. We have to get these questions out, maybe in a week, yep. so you can think about it on your own and send them in. Because you know that's a quick turnaround from you know the episode to the actual uh, the actual co- uh, conferences. Number one question: Will it be called the feel? Yeah, will it be called the feel? <laughs> so yeah, really anyone can participate in this. The idea is that before the conferences start. You have to send in. It's got to be through our forums. I have, to, I have to enforce that. It's going to have to be submissions. Need to be through our forums at showmeyournews.com/forum. 
if you're a listener to the show, you have no excuse because it's where all these awesome fans hang out. We have the best community on the web. Um, everything. So you, lots of rooms. We have an IRC. We have everything. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have a main thread on our front page where you're going to be able to uh, put your submissions in. Um, and ideally, we're, after everything is all said and done, you know, you're going to have you know your 40 yes and no questions, whatever, answered. We're going to take... And then, I'm sorry, I, I forgot one thing. We're also going to have a bonus tiebreaker question. Um, you know, right now I'm thinking it's going to be something like, how many times in the Nintendo conference will they say Nintendo out loud? You know, something crazy like that. Like, nobody can predict it. It's a random number that you throw out there. And, you know, in case, you know, two people are tied up at the top at, like, 26 questions out of 40 correct whatever if like a few people are tied the closest person with their their bonus guess um will get you know the tiebreaker and then ideally you know the point is the winner of this contest will be on our the full guest on our post e3 episode um that's the idea of it really um so basically i'm going to be making a thread sometime this week with the planned questions and um i don't know it, it, it's it's still conceptual as i already said so you have to follow showmenews.com and our front page for the details and it, it's you know kind king says it's a contest on luck and no real talent that's not true it's 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 true and it's not true <laughs> it's a paradox <laughs> because you can use logic to try to guess what you think will happen, but there is still always the curveballs that will... Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's based on, you know, good predictability, as Fuzzbox says. Um, but don't worry, we will have skill-based contests in the future. This is, this is true, in the future, but it's, it's a fun time, you know, we get to... Space! <laughs> space! <laughs> I think part of it is more for, you know, the uh, the future. When you go back and listen to it, and you hear if we were right or not. That's, that's part of the charm. Is always like, were we right or were we wrong for E3? And I think this will conceptualize it. It will, you know, make it very explicit. Um, and I'm excited. I, it's it's all I've been thinking about for the past few days. Well, not all, but it's it's something I've been thinking about a lot. Um, so be sure to stick to ShowMeNews.com. Also, our Twitter at ShowMeNews, Facebook dot com slash show me your news it doesn't get uh much simpler than that and um <laughs> yoko's asking what if yoko or buzz wins tony is or asking, tony that, asking yeah. if yoko or buzz wins um like, uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna count i guess well we'll count but I, when we're gonna take we're gonna take the highest guest yeah, or like, your fan any prizes or anything you know what? I'll, I'll even throw it out there we are going to give shout outs on the post e3 episode if you beat our scores. Definitely. I mean, that, it's only fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, you know, we'll, we'll take the, the fan with the best score and not, a, I, I honestly don't expect to be the best one. <laughs> I, I might just go for some curveballs and just to see. I if, think I'll write a program to submit my responses. Oh, that'd be just crazy. <laughs> just let it just generate random responses. Like, yep, there's my answers. <laughs> Yes, yes, no, 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 yes, yes, no, 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 yes, no, no, yes. 17. 
Anyway, that is that mm. is the contest in a nutshell. Yes or no? It, it doesn't get much simpler than that. So now it's time for mail time. Mail time, mail time, mail time. We just got a letter. 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 Wonder who it's from. First question comes from Kind King. In your opinion, which shows, both live action, cartoon, anime, etc., or, you know, which shows, uh, have complete... Excuse me, complete... Yeah, completed. Yeah. God, I need a spell check. (laughs) Which shows that have completed their run have had the most disappointing ending? Power Rangers. Power Rangers? Well, I mean, which one? Because there are so many different kinds of Power Rangers. (laughs) Well, that's just it, like... And also, did it even have an ending? I guess that's another question to ask. (laughs) But I would say that one, in the sense that it ended and switched to another kind of Power Rangers, that one kind of went off the wall, in my opinion. Power Rangers Zio is kind of when it changed. (laughs) Like, are you kidding me? What what are all the different kinds of Power Rangers? They now have Samurai. Power Rangers Rangers Zio, Power Rangers Turbo, I think it was next. Did they have a Neo one as well? Uh, I just remember Zio. I don't remember Neo, but they've had Magic Force. Yeah, Magic um, Force, and then uh, the latest one, whatever it is. There's is a bunch of them, <laughs> like a bunch of them. Um, well, my show. I mean, if if the opposite was true, the show that has had the most rewarding ending. Uh, yeah, I think Tony said this one time. It, I, I agree. It's it's Scrubs. Huh. Scrubs had one of the best endings, but then they went and made a ninth season, which wasn't as bad if they didn't call it Scrubs. Wow. No. Wow, I know. It was bad. You could have called it something like Scrubs, like medical school or something like that, but they were so paranoid about the branding that they called it Scrubs. And, ah, oh, like, fail. Um, but I know was, another one that had a kind of a biff was uh, <laughs> Spider-Man the Animated Series. Uh-huh. I loved that series so much, but then right near the end, they got into the whole Madam Web, warp through dimensions, crazy crap all over the place. And then he goes and meets Stan Lee, and then it ends. Mm. I was like, oh, gall. I had no idea that was the last episode either. Like, I thought there was going to be more, but nope. It's just the whole Madam Web, warp through time stuff. Avatar, d- Avatar did have a very good ending. That was a good ending too. But like most disappointing, I'm gonna have to go anime, and I'm gonna say Shaman King. If you haven't seen Shaman King, you probably don't understand. If you have seen, especially the American dub of Shaman King, good God, it was it was like the perfect example of we're going into fillers. But then we have to cancel the show, so we leave it at a cliffhanger of what the entire point of the show was. Okay, let me try this on this up. You know, Yo Asakura, main character, he's competing in this tournament to be the Shaman King. And, wait, if I got a few ending it, what? This is news to me, that's crazy. Um, but when I was watching it, how it really quote-unquote ended and was taken off the air on the fox box um he was in this tournament to be the shaman king and then 
they go into this filler section where like it gets delayed like he battles his brother and like that was like it was like a big you know arc that it came to a climax so you know he had to defeat his brother and then it ended with like essentially the narrator character going like and the tournament was back on and ta ta da that's how it ends like <laughs> the main point was the tournament for the shaman king and like it ends with like and it was back on the end it was terabad lots of shows are terabad and I guess you know it, it's a lot of those shows. You know, are just you know when when you get canceled, you get canceled. Um, it was very frustrating. Not it wasn't you know canceled case, but Yu Yu Hakusho, when it was on Toonami and Yusuke dies for the second time, and they stopped running it at that time, only you know at what it was like ten o'clock at night or whatever, only to run it a few months later at like four a.m. <laughs> When, like, nobody knew that it continued. I've said it before on the show, like, it's my one of my favorite anime of all time. And it stopped at this crucial cliffhanger point in the third arc. And they go and continue the show later and have a fourth arc. And when I finally randomly find it one day on A Night of Insomnia, they're playing the very last episode and I find it on TV. And, like, I, I, the mind is boggled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but anyway, Shaman King, I, I it always sticks out because like when I started watching anime, it was it was one of the first ones because all the kids WB in the Fox box and all that, and then it ended in a terrible, terrible way. Next question from Branda: Looking back at the brawl days, which statement or prediction sounded the most ridiculous or off from the actual bra- game that brawl turned out to be? So I'm trying to get this under my my thumb here. This is a prediction that sounded crazy and it really didn't turn it out that way. Is that is that the impression you get? Yeah, I I don't know if this example counts, but one instance was um Gimpy and other people going to the uh all uh what was it called again? E for all, e for all yeah. and doing the demo and getting actual playtime and learning false things about the game. Like, for example, you know, they had the whole pseudo-L canceling by just doing a fast fall, yeah. and all this other cool stuff that made the game actually seem kind of deep and have potential. And then we get the real game, and, like, all of it's removed. Yeah. Jerks. <laughs> so, I, again, that, that's technically not a prediction, because it was actual <laughs> gameplay, but it's one of those foreshadows that didn't turn out to be true. So I think we may have mentioned it last episode, but a really good example of this case is... The um, the predictions of competitive uses for ink dropping, yeah, also known as tripping, <laughs> not even remotely close. I also remember all the different Pokemon that were supposed to be out of the Pokeballs. Like there was supposed to be, oh gosh, what was it a good example of one? Um, crap, why is it it avoiding me now? Like there are all the oh yeah. You know, assist trophies. Roselia supposed to be an assist trophy. Where the hell did that go? Yeah. Um, people, you know, reporting that this was happening at you know J- Japanese events. Of course, you can't prove it, but we had to take them at their word. Um, a different interpretation of the questions. The craziest thing that ended up actually coming true. I would have never believed that there's a stage builder mode if I was told that in the beginning of the game's development. I, I mean. Yeah. It's. It works now, like it, it makes sense, 
but if you just threw it out there that um, that's a stage builder is going to be in there like Blizzard had predicted, that that's crazy. It's, it was surprising that it actually did make it in the game. Yeah. Um, far off predictions, though. Far off, man. Uh, they would be a lot. We just haven't gone back and keep, kept track of which ones, but... Just, up until now. Up until now. Up until now is one of those moments that... Oh, how can I put this? <laughs> when I, I, you're clinging on... When you're clinging on... For a game developer to release so much like Sakurai did with Brawl, unprecedented. But you start taking everything at their word, and it's... When it's based on fundamental language. <laughs> fundamental language that is translated perfectly. Yoko, and, I liked you up until now. But, what does that imply? What, what, what does that mean? What does that mean? You, you hate me now. That's what it is. It's up until now. Try that on my wife's I loved you up until now. <laughs> like, let's see how long perfect. that lasts. That's, that's perfect. Like... You know, I, I'll just send that tape to Sakurai. I'm like, you see what that means? You see that? <laughs> My marriage is it, over. It didn't turn out so well for me. <laughs> oh you were my alive God. up until now. But Sakurai, that means we're, we're still buddies, and you're still married, and of course, <laughs> of course, that's what it is. It, it, it's terrible translation. There's just no excuse. And that's the thing. It was good translation. Like when Panda was going through imamade means. Oh, that's right. Yeah. All that. Like. It was perfect translation. It was bad delivery. Terrible, terrible comment to begin with. PR, yeah. I mean, (laughs) up until now is one of the nefarious moments of a brawl. And just the delays. I mean, (laughs) brawl days, good times, great times. Um, (laughs) If a brawl or Smash DS is... Confirmed at E3 for 3DS, Dookie in my pants. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it starts the whole cycle again, especially if they do a dojo. Like, plain and simple. Uh, we got this one from Twitter, so I gotta give props to Kelroth1 for tweeting this question, because nobody uses Twitter to send us questions, and more people should, because you get a better chance... Of yep. getting it on the air, especially Kelroth One, who is this is for his first mail time submission. What do you think is a game that was great, but got overshadowed by a similar game that was liked better by the masses? Games like Diddy Kong Racing being overshadowed by Mario Kart, or Perfect Dark by 007 Goldeneye, or Dragon Age by Mass Effect. Now the last one is interesting because they're both Bioware. It's it is you know both Bioware. Kankin says, you didn't tell us to. You don't tell us to. I I, I do in the details. Said. I say I tweet us questions because cool people do that. You can you can check it. <laughs> I think the first one's a bad example because Diddy Kong Racing is just outright lousy. That's just my opinion. Oh, really? I didn't like it. I have I have good memories of Diddy Kong Racing. But then again, like that was when I went over to a friend's house and played N64 and I didn't have one of my own. So I was like, Venture Games! <laughs> um... Aside from that, though, that's a good question. Because I can't think of any really specific examples where really, I was upset that a game was buried by another big game. Yeah, it's tough to think of like those kind of pairs, mm-hmm. uh, for example. Um, I, I could say Persona is, you know, I 
got gets overshadowed by Final Fantasy because they're JRPGs. Yeah. I think that was my, my gut reaction, but uh, it's such a thing of the pairs because it, it sounds like he... No, no, wait. It, does, it says it's great, but it gets overshadowed, so it's not like it's better than. Right. Okay. Because I was say like, I like Mass Effect better than Dragon Age, but that's personal opinion. Uh, Goldeneye is better than Perfect Dark. But... Yeah, if I get a game I like, I don't typically notice the other game overshadowing it. I don't know. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Um. Hmm. That's a really, really good. And like, this is another example of like, it's a great question, and I put it on there, and I'm gonna think about it, and then I don't. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's because like I'm not enough of a retro gamer. Like with my hit, jeez, oh, I'm hitting parts of my desk. Sorry about that. I mean, with my history with video games, all these retro games that I have to catch up on are in hindsight. And, you know, because, like, all these games, you know, Diddy Kong, Diddy Kong Racing, Mario Kart, Perfect Dark, GoldenEye, I never owned. I've played, mm-hmm. but I've never owned. So it's it's not fair for me to perfectly give an impression of them. And it's even tough to think of, like, examples in this day and age because, I mean, that's why, I mean, I, I say Persona because, it's like, it's relatively... New and Final Fantasy is like the JRPG standard, um, but I mean games do borrow elements, like you know small elements, and that's why you know the Dragon Age Mass Effect thing is weird because like it's they're both Bioware games. I mean, yeah. So I mean it's it's tough to say. I mean my my official answer is Persona by Final Fantasy, but it's really tough to think of a pair that follows that example. I mean Dragon Age by Mass Effect is a good example. But it's tough to think of one on you know, off the top of the head. I mean, anyone can anyone think of any in the chat? Um, Legend of the Dragoon and Shadow of Final Fantasy VII. See, that's original PlayStation. That means nothing to me. I'll, I'll trust you. Yeah. Um, like, the- I can I can think of examples that don't relate to release dates. Like for example, like whenever I'm in the mood to play StarCraft II, all of my friends want to go play League of Legends. Yeah. But yeah. that has nothing to do with when they were released. It's just uh, just just a matter of oh, everyone wants to play this, and I wanted to play this, and I think this is a great game, whatever. But Kirby Chu is right. Dragon Quest is a better example than Persona because they're both Square Enix games. Uh, Dragon Quest overshadowed by Final Fantasy. Yeah. Dragon Quest is very good, from what I understand, and that's it's another great example. Um, it also says Beat Mania by Guitar Hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beat is Beat Mania more of DDR? It's it's one I've heard of, but. I've never understood what the context and you know content mm-hmm. of Beat Mania is. Uh, King of Fighters by very good. King of Fighters by Street Fighter, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there are ones, and it's really dependent on. It feels like it's dependent on most examples of being retro gaming, because yeah. you know games are you know trying to find you know new ideas, and so they do borrow a lot more than you know a lot of games today, in in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but that's a really it's a brilliant question. So I give props to Kelroth one. Uh, anything we need to touch on before we wrap this puppy up? I uh, nope, nothing comes to mind. Those are okay. Good questions. So to reiterate for this contest, uh, within a week, this coming weekend, I will have a post 
on our showmeyournews.com website where I will have questions, yes or no questions, that will inevitably be... God, I can't even talk. <laughs> inevitably will be answered in a yes or no format by E3. We're going to go over them one by one on episode 88, which will be the week after. We're going to try to set up a call-in format, so we're going to have to be pushing the advertising on this big time. Um, and you know what the idea is going to be is um, we're going to have fun and try to predict stuff and try to you know go do some ballsy predictions and maybe some logical ones. We're hoping that people you know kind of follow but at the same time disregard our discussions that we're going to you know have because we don't want everyone to submit the same answers. We want like your own opinions um, right. because you know the winner, the person with the most correct and if a tiebreaker is necessary wins the tiebreaker gets to be on our post E3 show which is a whole other bunch of fun because we know everything. Um, but yes, so keep an eye out on our website, our Twitter, our Facebook. We'll be plugging it lots. Yep. Yes. Fred Fred Burger, Fred Fred Burger. And I got ideas for more questions too, so it'll be good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, if you have any ideas for initial questions uh, for you know Nintendo... Sony, Microsoft, third party. If you want to recommend them in our, our thread on our forums for this episode, by all means, please do. Um, I may take some of them into consideration. And uh, you get to have already your answer in mind for the question you asked, so win-win. Um, but yeah, so we'll have submissions that will need to be in before um, the press conferences start, so you know Sunday night will be the deadline, which is why we're getting the questions out early, so you can get in your submissions before we actually have the episode. Because man, E3 is going to be right around the corner; it's going to come up quickly. Anyway, with that, I am Yoko, and I'm the Buzzsaw, and we are out for this episode. Peace. <laughs>the konami conference is on the second maybe we'll just have none of the third party questions involve konami yeah if they do a move like metal gear solid rising will be out for playstation 3 xbox 360 and we feel and everyone's like what oh (laughs) did we say that whoops did i do that (laughs) oh god if it's really we feel (laughs) <laughs> God, you know I've got a bad feeling <laughs> I know <laughs> it was it's it's one of those rumors that's so far in a left field that you're just like oh no it's like no, no, no it, it, might, can't, it can't no. it can't be no no oh god oh no <laughs> <laughs> followed by the Nintendo caress oh, oh. <laughs> oh yeah
The vitality sensor keep your heart rate low when you feel this all year. Like, ah. I'm, I'm still personally. I'm still hung up on the screen in the controller. Yeah. Part of me, but part of the me price that that's not even true, like at all. Really? Like, not, not because I don't want it to be, or I have anything against it, but just like. I go over it a million times in my head, and it's just like, what would that screen be there for? And how would they not charge, you know, $300 for one controller if it's a, a high-def little screen on the controller? Can our 3DS just be a controller for it? Like, seriously. But that, that's what I was thinking. It was like, just make the 3DS wirelessly jump in here. Like, like I mean, again, I'm sure they'll come. They'll show, they'll show us what it is and why it's there, and it'll make sense eventually. But just as it is right now, I'm just like, I don't, I don't see it. I don't think that it will have a screen. Maybe I know. You know every, every rumor we've heard is that it will, but it's like, why? I've what already is- just accepted it. Like, just like I, oh, I haven't accepted the idea of feel. Not that that's confirmed <laughs> in any way. Don't mind it. Yeah. Oh, man, but like. Mm. Feel. I, didn't know feel. I, I know we we couldn't get it enough of it out of last episode, but like <laughs> feel. Nintendo squishy. <laughs> poke poke. <laughs> Comes in like a rubber case, and it's like, Grant, oh, like oh. you know. Granted, the idea of like you know tactile feedback is cool. It's it's really cool. Smell o vision. <laughs> Um, conquer. You get a conquer cafe, and he farts, and it's smell of vision. Yeah, no kidding. Or the great and mighty poo. So, like, here's what I'm thinking about the screen. Is it like, are they going to be like little iPods that are touch screens? That's part of the gaming, or is it going to be like Dreamcast, where you have a little display in the middle? That gives you private information. I mean, what people are saying, it's supposed to be touch screen. Or what well, one of my friends theorized, I have a friend that works at Apple, and his theory is that it'll be not just a way to complement games, but also a way to play games without a TV. Like, Nintendo's taking the TV out of the picture for a lot of situations. Mm. Which yeah. would still be weird, but... I don't know if I'd like, you know, for, for my home console, I don't like the idea of, you know, a game... Being strictly played on that touchscreen. Yeah. I definitely like the idea of, you know, kind of like how the DS touchscreen supplemented a lot of gameplay. Well, and also, will it will it be more like the GameCube, where it's a hardcore kind of controller? Or will it be more like the Wiimote, where it needs to be motion control, but also have a screen? Like, it's... It's so weird to think about. Like, we're going to put a screen in the controller. Okay, that, that's cool. Why? I mean, because I have to look like up a, a NeoGAF post because someone made a really detailed post of like all the possibilities of what a touchscreen would allow. Like, especially you know for football games, they have you know ways of that you can you know bluff and hide plays, whatever. Yeah. You want know, to screen with, but like if that's all personal on your own little touchscreen, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, if like they just take that completely off the main screen. And like you're selecting your own plays on your own little touch, like that's that's amazing, you know, as far as gameplay goes. Um, and then the feel, 
I mean, if we, you know, when we have another, you know, award show at the end of the year, and so help me God, if it's really called the feel, these these are going to be the clips that we use to like say like, damn it, you're <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm, I'm still hung up on. You have screens controllers. How cheap can those be made? They said they said HD. God. I mean, and let's let's some, be some, okay, some have say, said HD. Some have said standard. Well, let's let's be conservative and say at most 720p, and you know, optimistically, it's uh, yeah, standard def. Even so, how can that be made cheaply and not suck battery like there's no tomorrow? Yeah. Like I, I am still lost on that. I'm, I'm trying to think as far outside the box as I can. People in the chat are saying a lot of stuff that I agree with. You know, in RPG, it's inventory. In certain games, it's your control pad for accessing things. Like, yeah, that's those are all possibilities. But it's just like that. Just seems too simple of an application. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like that's cool, but I don't think it's worth a $200 controller. Plus, when you think of, like, how Nintendo is going to innovate, because they always said, like, it's not just going to be a Wii HD. And I, I wouldn't think that, like, you know, they came up with the idea of, like, the dual screen and using it for that, for, yeah. like, all that. Um, but we, we still have to see, like, the innovate. And if, yeah. it, if it's just, like, the tactile feedback, it's cool, but we're going to have to come up with like a list of you know and that's probably going to be part of the E3 mm-hmm. show too just like separate of all the yes no like the things we want to see from the Nintendo because um, like better online is a given and they know that because they're like they've you know said in uh, you know Iwata asks interviews and all that like they said like oh we were you know prideful and all that and you know we thought we could do it alone but we now see that we do need you know help from other companies to help you know develop our online services and the thing is, I wonder if they're actually going to understand that gamers expect, you know, there's the whole thing of, like, Nintendo is worried about, you know, you giving out your real name or, like, your own screen yeah. name and all that. But they, I think the whole achievements and trophies thing is one of the more brilliant things to come out of gaming in the past several years because as much as people sometimes like to bag on it, I love it. It kind of like... I have mixed feelings on them. It tells me like what I've done and gave me like things I can still do. And I think for Nintendo not to jump on that, it would be kind of silly. Yeah, well, they need to to reevaluate their approach to online in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They like, like... well, even simpler than online, they just need to understand community. They don't get yeah, that concept. Right. Like they think, regard- it, they think it's we speak so that your parents can listen in too. Right. Um, but yeah. But just like the idea of like, and they're starting to kind of get it with 3DS, is that, you know, a single profile that has all your stuff attached to it. It's a single profile that carries yeah. uh, with you everywhere. And like, I, yeah. Tony, you know, yeah, Tony is exactly right. I want to compare games with my friends. Like that's yeah. part of the greatness of achievements, even if they I do know, make. I know it'll probably never happen, but what would make me happy is if all three companies would have some technical way to get the achievements, so that we can have websites like One Up and whatnot have achievements from all your consoles. Yeah. 
But I, I don't know. I just, I know, I don't. I feel like they're never gonna do that because they'd be like, no, we have to come to us to look. At <laughs> but it'd be cool to be able to go to one profile that's just like, I have this on Xbox 360, I have this on Wii, and my friend has this on PS3, and all this, and this on Steam. And it's like yeah. you know, open up the achievements, let other systems see what you got. But yeah, whatever. I don't know, man. I, I feel that. The news will be in the cards in the future. I feel, I do feel that way. Anyway, I'm adding more questions if you look at the file. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like the last one. Yes. That is a great question. It, it, in any form, just will they say it that exact way? Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. <laughs> this is going to be fun. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Because... It's, just, it's it's a way for not only like the new format God, I can't even say new format of podcast like it's something new we can that we can experiment with yeah. and I know people have like always wanted to be, have their voice heard on the show and like talk with us and all that and it gives people that chance will the Zelda game have interference this year <laughs> that's a Tony TH question that's yeah. great um but yeah because like people can, I don't know. Yeah, it does have its elements of luck. It does have its elements of knowledge, and you just gotta roll with the dice and try to take advantage of it. 